Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuning into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws, yeah. in the yeah. building. Got my man, Earn. We in here rocking out. That's right. You already know. Uh, got a lot of stuff on tap for you today. Gonna talk about you know some sports stuff. Um, but before we get into all that, we got a question of the day. Question of the day comes in and says, I left my 11 year marriage to my ex-husband uh, of 14 years together due to some very serious addiction related behaviors. We have two children are co-parenting well. He seems to have turned a corner in his life and is doing everything he needs to for his kids. But it's too late for me. Too many lies and over the years, these behaviors are the direct opposite of how I live my life. Anyways, it's been seven months and it may be, it may be four or so months. I think I'll be ready to meet new people. I have someone in mind, a single dad who is a parent of one of my child's friends. Um, but I am terrified of making a fool of myself if the feelings aren't reciprocated. Although I've caught him looking in my direction a couple of times. I've been out of the dating game so long, I feel absolutely clueless. So my question is, how do I talk to him without coming across desperate? I get nervous wherever, whenever we cross paths. Ridiculous, but I feel like I'm 16 again. Help, what do I do or what do I say in the conversation? How do I stop the nerves? You go been first. out the game. Been out the game a minute, Slim. I mean, you've been married. First of all, it's like it's like going from from Bahamas to Antarctica. You know? Like <laughs> those worlds is just totally different. I mean, it's going to take time. I mean, as you adjust to being, you know, trying to get your feet back out here. I mean, unfortunately, I don't want to like crush your bubble, but you're going to find that it ain't no better out in the streets. Um, I mean, you just got to take it slow and just and just chill. Um, I mean, if, if a dude is interested, he'll he going to holler. Whether you married, got a man or whatever. I mean, that's just that's how I go. Um, but if you're not attractive, you're going to have to holler. <laughs> you gotta keep it real. You can't lie. To, everybody else keep lying to these women. So you gotta give them the, the cold truth. Hey, yeah. If you a bum, I mean, it's gonna come harder than something. But she said it bad, but looking at her, I mean, you might have to shoot your shot. You might, yeah. You might have to. The thing is, like, it sounds like you older. I mean, I don't know what you really got to lose if he if he not feeling you. You just 
keep it moving, keep it pushing. I mean, you saying that? She, so this is this is the thing that's kind of interesting to me. She's saying that she needs four four months before she's really to, ready to really deal with somebody, but she already got her eyes on Obama. So, I, I mean, which is it? It sounds a little like that's violence. She can't help that. So I mean. Yeah, she she out here. It sound like her her ex husband, like he got on a good foot and trying to you know do the right thing. Now that that things is kind of kaput, but I don't know, bro. I just it's a cold world out here. Like yeah, it, it's and it's way harder for women in our age bracket or in an older age bracket than it is for guys because guys can true. date down generally speaking. Um, so the pool is. Infinitesimally, infinitesimally smaller than what it was when you was when you was outside, and you got to yeah. keep that in mind. So, you're not gonna have the number of opportunities or shots that you would have had when you were 18, 20, yeah. 25, I, even 30. Yeah, I, the, I would even add to that too. Just to, let me cut you off, but you might want to lower your expectations too, because the fact that you're older. Like, but if that, you're looking for something serious, like, or like, you know, you're looking to be remarried, like, you I might want to just say change, not lower. Okay. Because okay. I think one of the big issues and the reason a lot of them keep butting their head up against a wall when we try to kind of inform them of what the reality is versus what TV and society and social media tells them it is, is mm-hmm. like, date, date in your, in your, uh, in your league so it's not necessarily lowering because when when you say that that they feel like they're settling or going for getting something less than what they quote unquote deserve or mm-hmm. would warrant you gotta date but you, you but you gotta define league. that though because because you got you got Bama's playing in G League think they supposed to be in the NBA or you got Bama's playing in Bowie Rec Center thinking that Oh, young, I I can play with the with the pros, like, and it's levels. You might so, have to date a guy that's five nine, or he might be a couple belt sizes over what you would have dated the last time you was outside. Or he could, you mean, even like in certain career paths, I feel like women are can be judgmental or worried about what other people think. Um, especially if they have degrees or if they have titles that make them feel like, um, or that they identify with or, or feel like mm-hmm. define them in their life. They deserve the equivalent. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so income. And so it's a lot of different things that when you 20 and you looking like you, you were eight and a half or nine, if you come back in the game at a six and a half, 10, 15, 20 years later, the criteria change a little bit, and it also changes for for, for a lot of the men. Like, yeah, you nah, got a date fact. in your you got a date in your league. Yeah, that's a fact, and, dog. And don't let social media define what you what you feel like you're going to end up with or should end up with for the rest of your life because you could end up with a dog or cat or <laughs> you know what I mean. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh yeah, just keep your head up, young. These these waters is deep. Cold world. Uh yeah. Uh order some sports. Though. Kyler Murray got in his contract a homework <laughs> clause, though. <laughs> this Bama got a study film for four hours 
to ensure that he's studying film before the games. They put it into his contract, that $230 million contract. I think it was 165 guarantee. Do you, do you think he's in jeopardy? Like, cause to me, this is like a negative paint on Kyler Murray saying that he doesn't study film. And I mean, the fact that it's coming from the team, if I'm Kyler Murray, I wouldn't even sign this, Joe. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I would. Because <laughs> he didn't perform it. Like, they started off scolding hot, but they didn't finish that way. No. Um, there were even a little bit of trade talks going on surrounding the Bama. So for him to get more than what uh, Deshaun got, I feel like you got to take it. And then you also expect that as a quarterback that you're going to study four hours more on your own per day or whatever the case may be. So maybe they put that in there just, I don't know. It, I don't like that being in a black guy's contract if it's not in everybody's contract because you That's know the I'm stereotypes you already that know. come along with it. Maybe now, he I, wasn't studying. Maybe I he wasn't. I mean, granted, some of them games, it looked like, you know, and, 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 and I'm sure teams do it differently when there's injuries involved and you might not get enough practice time. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that it's just, it's just the, like, the the industry standard that you're going to study game film, right? Um, and if you're coming in and you don't kind of know what the defense is doing or certain picks, you can just tell someone hasn't studied or you know this is got they've gone over this. I don't I don't know. I mean, you're getting a game plan from your offensive coordinator, so you would think that that offensive game plan is to set you up for success. And you know, I, I mean. I, I just don't this is the bad look for I feel like Kyler Murray um like it makes him seem like he he not dedicated um and you know it I feel like if you have to put something like this in a contract when I feel like it's inherent in the sport that you're gonna watch at least minimum four hours of game tape the week of like you know what I'm saying this is your job right um to me it's 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 a bad stain on him. What troubles me is the leak coming out. I'm sure nobody was reading through his entire contract. It wasn't sent to the media. So that means either his somebody in the organization wanted to put that caveat out there in case things didn't work. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's that kind of thing you saw with Dwayne Haskins with a lot RG3. Uh, it's that thing that they do when it comes to us to uh, give them out when it comes to why would you give him this much money? It's almost like you had to, but just in yeah, case it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Let's yeah. Let's plant yeah. that seed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you're right, dog. How else would they get How this information? Yeah, they trying to put the pressure on that Bama dog. Um, I mean, you know, Jamarcus Russell, he was he was getting the tapes, and that Bama was. <laughs> he was like, they were like, you study. He was like, yeah, them just was blank tapes. They gave the Bama blank tapes, cold setup. My question is, if he don't study, what what's the repercussion? You not gonna start him? I guess they don't accelerate him? all the bonuses. There's probably certain money in there that, because you know they track that on the iPads. The players' yeah. playbooks. It's not a book in the old days like it used to uh-huh. be. Bama's got the iPads with the different plays and all that stuff on there, and and the teams can see what times the Bama's had it on when they were mm-hmm. what they were looking at, all of that kind of stuff. So they'll be able to track it. If you don't meet it, you can't say, "Oh, I was 
Because the metrics is there, the numbers is there. They say you only watch they see the, thirty they minutes. See the, they can see the, the, the watch time, though. I mean, we got it on our phones. You can't your phone to tell you how how many uh, how much watch time watch time you have on it. So I'm sure they can easily track that, Jim. Right. I'm sure they can easily track that. Um. Oh, from one NFL quarterback to another. Lamar Jackson. So apparently an NFL coordinator had some negative things to say. Was it Del Rio? Had to be. <laughs> Had to be. The quote, quote, if he has to pass to win the game, they ain't winning the game, the coordinator said. He's so unique as an athlete and he's really good, a good football player. But I don't care if he wins the league MVP 12 times. I don't think he'll ever be a number one as a quarterback. He'll be a one as a football player, but not as a quarterback. First of all, Aaron, you want to get him, dog? Because see, this is one of those scenarios where he's saying, no matter what reality says, if he wins the MVP twelve times, your opinion is not bigger than that of everybody else who makes that decision. Or the reality of what has to take place on the field for that decision, for that um, outcome to take place. But this is how they are. They have these things in their mind where if it ain't the way that they granddaddy did it in 1922, they just feel like they can completely reject it. Dog. And now they feel comfortable outwardly saying these things and emboldened to say these things. I would be, I would be surprised if it wasn't Del Rio, to be honest. Dog, the, the crazy thing is, though, the Bama's touchdown, passing touchdowns, the interception ratio is insane. 78 passing touchdowns, 28 interceptions, and 42 games? Dog, the Bama's win record is insane. This Bama wins. And he I wins passing the football. I don't hear this about Baker Mayfield. I don't hear this about Dog. any of the other guys in the league that don't look like this. And it's just, it's just amazing. And it's probably one of those guys who, when he was coming out, was saying he should have been a receiver. He said he's number one as a football player. Like, they're trying to qualify the idiocy that they know they're saying. Otherwise, why would you even make that comment about number one football player but not number one QB? It's probably somebody digging into an old, terrible take. Because you know that's how they do. When their takes are terrible, they try to come up with reasons why it wasn't so bad after all. Dog, the Bama, uh, Lamar Jackson has won games passing. He's won big games passing. He's won, dog, I, I just, stuff like this kind of upsets me because it's like whoever this coordinator is don't have the guts to actually put his name behind it. Because Bama will fry him. And he knows it's not just, a, it's about more than football. It's about things not looking the way that, that mm. he wants them to look or that his people feel like it should look. That his that it looked during his childhood when him and his granddad were sitting down watching football back when TVs was black and white or listening on the radio. It's just, this is how they are, though. Like, when stuff doesn't go the way that their brain says it should look, then they got to come out with all of these reasons why it's wrong and why it's not just different, but it's not as good as the way that they see it should be. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Whoever this person is, like a coward, a coward, dog, definitely a coward. Cause you're gonna say something like that and be critical. It's one thing if you're critical of a bum, 
somebody who's sorry. Lamar Jackson has had much success in this league already. No, he has not won a Super Bowl, but he's dog. He's done more than some of these other so-called quarterbacks that people love. He's done more than Justin Herbert from a win-loss perspective. And Justin Herbert, like, you know, he's the coming of Aaron Rodgers and everybody love him. I love him too. But dog, he ain't Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has probably the highest winning percentage of all the quarterbacks in the league, if not number one. Until that same D coordinator, once you give us your take, you had on a Sam Darnold coming up and some of these other guys. Since you know so much about the quarterback position, what was your take on Sam Darnold? I want to know this defensive coordinators where his defense is ranked. That's what I want to know, Aaron. Go to the Washington Commanders website and you'll see where they was ranked. So we we it's a foregone conclusion. It's Del Rio stamped that on mothers, huh? Who who put the uh, article out? It's was it a local order in one of these different cities, or was it like a, a national publication? Like it's that's a, the first straw. Yeah. So I don't find out who wrote that. I don't one. know, dog. I have to do my reconnaissance. Hey, if you're a fan of you, you watch the show, you rock with us heavy. Find out where this come from. How about that? Yeah, we can work as a team. And I'll tell you who find, said it. <laughs> find out who said it. Dig the sources. Find out who said it. Put it in the comments. Let us know who, who the culprit is. And then we're gonna fry him next week. How about that? We can we can we can get justice for all together. How about <laughs> that, dog? Cause this is ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous. I bet you it's a scrub team D coordinator too. It's all it in bam. His defense ranked in the bottom twenty in the league, and he got all these comments about offense. Go watch some film. Dog, it always is them. Dog, it's never the cooker. Never the cooker. Um, and this is a certain level of etiquette being in the league. Like you supposed, if you're a successful D coordinator, you know better than to go and even make these comments, even if you that's your opinion. You just don't share anything at all. But you wanted to get that out there to to some guy who you felt comfortable enough to say, and you knew he wouldn't uh, say who, who what your name was. So it's just, uh, it's how they and, and, and to me, that reporter is white. Oh, you and are should, And you should fry him too. For even, like, if somebody came to me, that's like somebody coming to me from a, as a source, and they, and they tell me something that's just bogus. I'm going to be like, they were like, yeah, but just keep this off. I'm like, no. Dog, you sound foolish. You actually are in support of the foolishness when you when you try to keep it as an anonymous source. That's all right, though. We're going to find out who said it, and we're going to fry him. Uh, word on the street was well, two rumors going on right now. One rumor that... The Lakers, after all this talk, we talked about it last week. The Lakers were talking. I guess uh, Russell West, Russell Westbrook, KD, uh, I mean, not KD, uh, LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis all had a discussion. Apparently, after all that, they still want Russell Westbrook off the team. And they're trying to find suitors, dog. Every day, it's a new rumor where Russell Westbrook is going to get traded to. Will it happen before the season start? I don't believe it. I think this is fake news. And I think this is Lakers fans trying to get Westbrook off the team. I don't believe LeBron has somebody that he has a relationship with that he's purposely leaking this dumb ass to. 
and then followed by these random OC internet rumors of the trade destination. Like, that just doesn't sound. LeBron will be find a scapegoat and throw Bam under the bus when he doesn't win. That part I get, but this sloppy part in the offseason, I just don't believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I, I don't know. I don't know either, though. No. I don't know either if I believe it. Uh, but, I mean... That he's providing it, updates on his discontent and wanting him... <laughs> like, that's something, that's not something that happens in real time in the real world, where Bama... Like, you know you don't like Bama, you want him gone, but you providing updates every three weeks. Like, yeah, I still want him gone, and this is where I think we can get him this time. And then you you keep providing these random updates periodically throughout the offseason. Well, we know LeBron, dog. He When he starts to move in puzzle pieces, dog, he not really... He don't care. I don't think this helps. He think he J.R. Smith. In his mind, he J.R. Smith. Like, I don't... We need somebody else. Right. Even if I believe that he... First of all, I do believe he believes that they're better off with somebody else in place of Westbrook. Okay. Not anybody else, but somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't believe this Bama is out here in the rumor mill providing updates on how he wants him gone, even after a talk and then they had a talk and things. Of, like, I don't believe this is really taking place. Okay. I believe you think, that you Lakers think management fans, is behind the scenes is doing this? It could be management. It could be the fan base. Like, the power behind the Lakers organization and their fan base and the amount of access and reach that they have is different than a lot of other fan bases. Like, Bama's want him off the team. They can, they got enough connections and media contacts and all that kind of stuff going on out there where they can get that kind of news out. They can leak whatever they want out. I just don't believe LeBron is the one out there driving this. I just, okay. I don't. I don't think it benefits getting Westbrook moved, one, mm-hmm. or whatever else they want. I just don't see how this helps. All you're doing is driving the value down by saying, don't nobody want this back, who's a former MVP. That's something Washington does. That's not something you typically see happen on LeBron um, teams. Mm-hmm. He stays getting Bama's move or wanting new people, but you don't hear this kind of stuff going on surrounding him. True, true. Uh, other and other news in the Roman Mail: 49ers players allegedly want Jimmy G to be the starting quarterback over Trey Lance. So I know that. Go ahead. So last year was there was a you know there was talk because you know everybody expected Trey Lance to come out as a rookie and kind of contribute right away and he played spot duties here and there. But Jimmy Garoppolo really held them down and is reason why they actually, I mean, along with Debo Samuel, is the reason they kind of were able to sustain. Uh, success throughout the year and actually make it into the Super Bowl. Um, and now coming in this year, I think all expectations were pointed to, uh, you know, Trey Lance being a starting quarterback. I know that uh, what do you call it is looking to get paid as well, uh, Debo Samuel. And so I'm sure that's that's playing some part of this whole because I mean apparently the 49ers are trying to trade Jimmy Garoppolo off their roster. Um, and get compensation back for him. Uh, is this? Do you do you think this is true or false? Was was Kyle Shanahan in Washington around 2013? Does this sound familiar to you? It does. 
Kirk Cousins versus this sound familiar to you? So yeah, like we've seen this before. We've seen this rodeo before. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was capped. He took the Bamas to a Super Bowl. They had a chance to win. They blew it. That ship has sailed. So I'm not saying Trey Lance is going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes, mm. but his ceiling is higher. He's going to make mistakes. It's going to be some growing pains, but you're only going to figure it out if he's out there on the field. So at a certain point, it, it just amazes me how when you look at certain organizations, like players don't think in the media they have the ability to control the coach's move when it comes to these quarterback things. And like you've seen some of these decisions be made before and you don't hear players trying to drive it, regardless of how they feel, of course players are going to have opinions and see Bama's mm-hmm. a camp. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like they have the ability to drive the decision. And to me, this leans very heavily of how Kyle and the Shanahan's operate in the media when it comes to these things. So we'll see. I got a feeling John Lynch wants to move on and move Garoppolo and, and get his young guy out there. And Kyle Shanahan wants to do the same thing. He, you know, he did back in 2013. He wants to go with his guy that he feels like fits his system better or is more, uh, just fits the moment now more than what the other guy with the higher ceiling would have. And so I'm not shocked. I definitely believe this is something driven by Kyle and his his media uh, arm and how he likes to likes to navigate. If you start hearing it come from Adam Schefter, that's his right right hand man that he likes to leak stuff through. You already know what it is. You already know. You already know. Well, who will be the starting quarterback for the Forty this year, Week One? I think it has to be Trey Lance. If you, as an organization, you're moving in the right direction. Like you got to move Jimmy G off of the roster. You got to see what you got in Trey Lance. If it doesn't work, you can go back to Jimmy G. Is he mm-hmm. like if he's on the roster? If not, then you're just gonna have to ride it out. But when you take somebody that high, you got to see what you got. You can't hide the Bama forever. That's a fact. That's a fact, though. Something's gotta give. You gonna see if he real or if he not. Um. Oh. That's, that's all we got today, man. Uh, we got the, the NFL Washington football schedule. We're going through all the games. We're going to figure out who the winners and the losers are for each week. And we're going to you going to hear it here first. If they follow the formula, they can go to the Super Bowl, Aaron. <laughs> they can get a chip this year if they follow the formula. If we'll they don't... And Del Rio... Hey, there's a path. There's so a you path. You say there's a chance. It's a chance. I'm feeling good. Shout out my man Rio. We're gonna get him on the show soon too. He he heavy in the in the, the commanders. Yo, you know the commanders got a uh, a new song. Have you heard the Joe? You lie. Yeah, you? they got they got they got two new songs. They trying to test out with the people to see which one is 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 uh, the legit song. Is the artist lost? Ah, dog. They ain't come to me. If they'd have came to me, I'd have gave them a hit. <laughs> you already know. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Hail to the Commanders song. Let's see, I think they got two songs and they trying to test them out. Uh, they both probably trash it. Unofficial fight song. Let me see if this Joan is. If you got if two, I you got ago. none. 
Hold on, let me go to the website because you know Bama's just make up stuff. It'd be Wale on that joint rapping or something. Let me see. Uh, let me see here, though. Hilda Commanders. 52 minutes announced two new songs. Okay, let's see here. See if we can hear these jumps. Uh, okay. Says we revamping our fight song the Commanders era. Vote for the for, vote on the new lyrics. Okay, let's see here. See if we can pull this up. I'll download it later. All right, let's see. Uh, I can't hear nothing. Got some sound on this joke. Hands clapping. Oh, here we go. Option one. Let's see. Trash. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> no culture. No flavor. No. no sauce, no seasoning. Get it out of here. It's trash. Trash. We ain't paying no for that stuff no more. That's over. It's a new day. Get it out of here. Duh. Trash. Duh. Trash. It gotta oh. be hip hop. If, if, no, if it ain't the first and foremost, you need an 808 in there somewhere. You need a hi hat. If it ain't a snare yeah. and a kick, it's over. It's, it's a new over. day. Dog, I'm tempted to take these just offline Dog, and then screw some up. Make y'all. Put back y'all we, we behind the just. A, <laughs> we about to have a challenge that I had Battles create a better fight song. Dog, you, if you got a better fight, dog, it's a whole bunch of producers out here. Help us out, please. I'm about to make a song and send it in, like, dog, please. Here, let me let me hear option two. Can't Leaders on a mission. Expeditions on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> See, first of all, that's the first botch. Hail to the commanders. No, that <laughs> you need somebody <laughs> let black it go. in staff to help y'all, let man. Go, you gotta These come up with something new. They want to remix the old garbage. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. No, hell to the commander. If it's Come not rap or go go, it's a fail. It's a fail off break. Oh, just let us turn the joint up. Dog, we can. I'm about to listen. All my all my producers out there. I don't know why they trying to hold on to it, dog. Yeah, you do. That's all they trying to do is hold on to it. Hell to the command. That's too many syllables <laughs> and a hook. 
<laughs> and it's offbeat. Jay Doty, stop. Dog, when you creating hooks, you need simple, dog. You messed up with the name to begin with, Commanders, dog. It's already a fail. You need something hip to go with the jump. Yeah, but look, they should have called me, Aaron. Why they ain't called me? Never. It would have been too much seasoning on that jump. They ain't got no season on that joint. That's raw chicken out the freezer, dog. Straight into the microwave. Unwashed, just in the microwave. Nothing on it, dog. They ain't, they ain't let the joint sit in the sauce. Nothing. Fail. Complete fail. Uh, follow us at OSI. That's what I'm gonna do, dog. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a, a, a Washington football team um, song. I'm going to play it on the show. If y'all got a song y'all want us to play on the show that's for the uh, Washington Commanders, that's better than that. Th- those pieces of trash we just listened to, please hook hook us, dog. Please. We'll play the jump, promote the jump, all that. Uh, it's just got to have an 808 in it, rolling hi-hats. You, you already know you got to put the sauce <laughs> on it. Matter of fact, any regular... Bama's off the street can do it now. So I don't just... Like, back in the day, you had to, like, you know, go down to the studio, get the ADAT tape, all that. Dog, it's a kid, 12 years old in his garage, can make something crank way harder than that, Joe. Hell. Terrible, dog. Terrible. Uh, Follow us at OSS 980 at Other Side of Sports. Shout out to Wiz Buffy Podcast. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Shout out to... uh, Sports Talk Tasha, shout out to Holly Cotton, shout out to Jenna Garcia, shout out to my man Wes, my man Will, my man Chris, um, everybody who rock with us. Share the content. Please subscribe. Please comment in the in the comment box if you, you rock with our content. Um, and we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that feel? How does that feel?